الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى الحمد لله رب العالمين والعاقبة للمتقين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين أما بعد فقد قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم فاسألوا أهل الذكر إن كنتم لا تعلمون وقال سبحانه وتعالى قل هل يستوي الذين يعلمون والذين لا يعلمون صدق الله العظيم السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته as the topic is on the board solutions to financial challenges it is my aim this afternoon in the most simple language in the most simple way to give directives from deen from the Quranic perspective from the Hadith perspective from the advice perspective on solutions to the current times in a very workable and sustainable manner that when we will leave from here in Allah, everybody will be equipped to practice upon what has been said and to convey it to the next person will also be very easy. But it will just demand a little bit of attention and a little bit of cooperation. Allah make it easy. After interacting with people from different circles, whether it is in the agricultural field, industrial field, wholesale field, retail field, professionals field, the layman working, unemployed, everybody. Everybody one way or another have got something running through their mind. What's What's next in this land where we reside? Whilst there might be a lot of wealth available to a certain person, but his focus is not on that. He's worried about the mechanism and the machine that is sustaining his wealth. How is that going to run from? And we are hearing about so many different things, depopulation and infiltration and control. That's another subject for another scholar to discuss. I'm just a student, so I'm speaking on a student's level. Whatever happens on a global scale, you and I don't have the muscle and the clout to correct that. We can march, we can protest, we can sign forms and say that, look, we're not happy with what's going on. But up to now, whenever we petition something, has it really made an imprint? Has it made an imprint? Never make an imprint. So that particular aspect, dealing with what the capitalistic world has in their mind with regards to the peril of humanity. We won't really delve into that. But let's talk about what you and I can do that is very progressive, that is hands-on. And we will mention a few factors that affect our risk in the positive and negative. See, the idea is to get baraka in our risk. Every person, he wants divine blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How do I attain this baraka? is maybe you can say the purport of this discussion. For if a person has baraka, he has connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then closer to Qiyamah, it won't be his job, it won't be his industry, it won't be his wholesale, it won't be his shop, it won't be his professional that, profession that will sustain him. One subhanallah and we are sustained. A person will say, how does subhanallah sustain? Subhanallah has got a lot of depth and meaning. When Allah wants it to sustain, it will sustain. But that person who got connection with Allah will be able to say that subhanallah. That person who is working towards baraka, towards divine blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his risk, come what may in his direction, he will be able to ride the waves. Because Allah says in the Quran, Allah is khayrul raziqeen, the best of providers. Allah says, we provide. Not a creature walks on the face of this earth, moves on the face of this earth, but that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sustains it. Your risk and sustenance is defined and set in the heavens well beforehand. So when the final one that puts the stamp upon a visa, 
So should I be talking to the bellboy or to the person opening up the door? Or let me talk to the actual agent himself. The one that's putting the stamp on the risk is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if I am on the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, with the directives given to me by Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, and what echoes in the Quran and Kareem, then no matter what people will do, I will still have my plate of food. I will still have my home. I will still have my clothes. And I needn't worry because I've got Allah that is providing for us. Everyone is trying what they want to try. Control of electricity based on water, based on, on, on where, he, where he's located, based on his commuting. This is the, 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 the puppet strings to control humanity. But you see, those that are stepping, and I don't like to use this term, but for us to understand, in the shoes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah doesn't have shoes. But stepping in the prerogative of Allah, they're not going to win the race, but they will put humanity to, through difficulties and the pieces. But if I'm on the safe side of things, I've got my tank of oxygen, so no matter how much of pollution is around, I can still breathe. So let's get hard into the topic now. What factors will take me away from Barakah and get Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala disinterested into me? The first aspect is never ever get in, involved in interest and over. Many a businessman will come to an accountant, come to an alim and say, Mulana, look, I know. Ya amanu la riba. Quran says, O oh, people who believe, don't take interest. But look, Sheikh, I'm living in 2022 here, it's September 23rd. How do I make headway without interest and overdraft? I can't come out. So we give him a simple example. There are so many people just like you that came and he thought it was mission impossible. But when he left interest, then Allah became interested in him. And Allah gave him barakah. So whoever has got some interest dealing, whether it's for one cent or whether it is going into the eight digit numbers, let us review our situation. It will come at the expense of, I'll tell you what, maybe we won't be flying first class all the time. Might just get a business class ticket. Probably the destination might not be some unique island. Most will get to see Cape Town. Maybe I won't have that extra bungalow somewhere in Clifton. But you still find your home in mind. Interest when it comes, it's a small expense. Like a HIF student doing HIFs, it comes at the expense of breaking sleep. But then he keeps everyone awake. When their kari gets on the musalla, who sleeps after that? So the beginning part might be difficult, but the ending is tasty. The other aspect in our community, to get barakah. Nabi Ali Salam says, Man ghashana falaysa minna. Whoever deceives, they are not from us. It has become a norm that the only way I can get a good amount of profit is that I have to deceive. Deceive either directly or indirectly, subtly or curtly, but I have to deceive. Sayyidina Umar was so hard on this that he would go to the market and check if somebody had dry grain on top and wet grain, he would lay a lash. He would insist that people learn the Masail. You see, this is an in-house gathering. But when we get out there and you ask the person who doesn't have Iman and Islam, do you like dealing with the people who follow the religion of Islam. Now you can see you're a Muslim, so he'll hesitate on the answer. Uh, uh, yeah, it's nice to deal with them. That uh, it's nice to deal with them gives you a volume of information that look, I was once bitten, twice shy. I just, I, I was in the free state during the weekend for some deen work. And the boor, boor means farmer. See, I'll deal with anybody. But when that man comes with that topi, that kapi, I'll never give him sheep. They still owe me so many hundreds of thousands. It's only in one field that we deceive. So the day we come out of deception and don't have our focus on the Jannat, 
of the disbelievers because jannat for us is not here our jannat is in the akhirat let us believe solely and wholeheartedly that oh my allah if i deal correctly and if i deal according to muhammad sallallahu alaihi teaching allah will open up for me barakah like i can't imagine i'll give you a true story true story in sri lanka like how we find in durban many people are in a similar trade people they are jewelers they deal with diamonds they deal with gold so this person came for the ta'aleem in which is it is it is mentioned zin warjah that means weigh and give more came across this so the father said to his sons in the business look my my lads the hadith says when you weigh you must give more he take a sigh pups that's when you're selling tomatoes and flour you know you can't do that in the gold business <laughs> you can't really do this the father said look two milligram it is there whatever it is but it is mentioned the true story you know better than any radio station or any social media or any media for that matter that can spread news is am anti-media and who buys that whatever 22 carat we buy and we're paying so much these people put so much extra said in a short while from one shop it became five shops when allah wants to open up he'll open up when a person is honest so the next method of gaining baraka in our society is to speak the truth we might have to bite our tongue and, hey, you know what i really said this but you know what my allah is watching once we give our lisan once we give our zuban then remember it's bound to rahman then backtracks on that then that lisan and that's to shaitan now oh, it's a game that we have. dishonesty it it, it, it creates leaks in, in, in our risk. Like when you hit one of these potholes and it breaks the sump and the oil comes out. It's a sump breaker of risk. I'm giving a harsh example to show you how vehement it is when a person is dishonored. Another aspect that is causing baraka to escape in our locality, in our lives, is overspending and mismanagement. Understand what I'm saying. If Allah bless you with wealth and you can afford certain things without pride where a person feels i'm better than the rest sharia gives you all the right to do like one question came to the iftar board where the mufti said can i use a six thousand rand worth of food they said look if allah blessed you and you have got it then use it and make other people comfortable I'm sharing it all when a person is is, is is smelling nice got fragrance in him then he's also a welcome individual so you can do that but if a person doesn't have wealth or he is not on that level and now he's looking at you know what Vehicles are coming to this function. So now I rather park outside because, you know, <laughs> my vehicle doesn't fit with this. What type of shoes are on the shelf for this nikah? I rather hide my shoes one corner. Everything is eating at him. So then he comes into this conundrum of problems of buying things and purchasing things he doesn't need with money he doesn't have to impress people he doesn't know. Wallah, you might just see a certain watch. You see, that's the watch I have to get. Just watch out. When you go buy that watch, the men already updated with the next one. So don't become a slave to the next flip and the next slip. My youngsters know what I'm talking about. The flip phone and the slip phone. You got it? Use it. But if I don't have it, and I can't live at a certain address, and I can't make it to a certain destination, then bite what I can chew. This is a golden rule of life. Wallahi lazim. Mismanagement of funds. Sometimes, I'm giving you, when I'm speaking from this member, it is a hands-on talk of what's happening in society. It's not something I read in a book and then just came and said, it's a book together with what's happening in society. Ten years ago, I met a gentleman. 50 to 80,000 rand a month he's earning. End of the month, he's bankrupt. Look, brother, what's your problem? When he went down, he was suffering from this buying things he doesn't need. Good money, you don't have to impress. At the same time, wastage of our wealth. Of wealth. Allah fully is covered with nur. 
I'm not asking you to make a cheap wedding. Make it cost effective. At least you can put 100 roofs on the poor people's top. Aren't they going through one of the most difficult times in their life? One less catering company maybe can cater for one whole locality. But I'm wasting wealth. It's not only in this country. Food is wasted. Decor is wasted. Wallahi lazim. When a person starts wasting, then now what is raka? The other aspect that infiltrates on our baraka is na shukri. Unappreciativeness. When a person not appreciative. Ulama say, that to a person's appreciation is very simple. Whatever Allah gave me, how much He gave me, wherever He gave it to me. Oh my Allah, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for this. Now I'm going to give you an example that is so simple. You say, Molana, probably my mind went there once or it never went there at all. All of us are wearing a kurta or a shirt or we've got a jacket and we've got a button on it, correct? Just think of the day when of you to ironing or we wore it in a rush, that whole day you're not right, am I right? Just keep adjusting when you're going for a meeting also, kind of holding the notes like this. Nobody must see, isn't Ulama say, start making shukar for that one button on the kurta also. It sounds so mundane. It sounds like wearing glasses, spectacles. You know that little screw that goes holding the eye, uh, holding the glass part to the ear part? When that screw comes out, then you see a man with masking tape up Make shukar for that. Make shukar for the shoelace. Where do we start making shukar? Just make shukar for every small thing possible. You know, we're going to have something to eat now. Even you're going to take that ice cream, that spoon. The day we can't find a spoon, we went for a picnic, we forgot the spoons. How difficult. Make shukar for a knife. Today, when we speak of shukar, attention, that I must make shukar for mega things, you see. Ulama say, no, start off with the micro things. Allah will magnify your shukar to macro things. And what does Quran speak? La in shakartum. When a person will make shukar, Allah will increase for you. So many people, they come to the financial advisors and say, Can you tell me how can I make profit? To tell you, see, I want you to invest here, do that, take it offshore. Don't buy now, buy then. Buy, add this also in that advice. Start making shukar. Just make shukar for the pen in the pocket also. And so on and so on. Allah says it's so succinct that we can never ever enumerate the ni'mat of Allah, the bounties of Allah, the secret to increasing. So we have spoken about a few of the negative aspects that are puncturing our barakah system. Let us go on to the positive of what we're going to do now. Number one, we all will become parban and constant with our salam. You see, outwardly, when a person prays, right? He's making Allahu Akbar, he's reading his sana, auzu, bismillah. Ruku, sajda. But the Quran says something else. Perform your salah, instruct your family to perform the salah. Allah will give you a risk. We're not asking you for sustenance. We're going to sustain you. Like a person goes to the medical practitioner and he says, Doc, I've got a pain. In my right foot, very seldom you'll find the doctor giving an injection in a right. Very seldom you get an injection in a foot. It's either in the arm or another portion of the body. But it's linked, isn't it? In the same way, I cannot see how my salah is linked to my risk. But the giver of risk is saying that it's linked to that. You know, I just love the way my Ustad Mufti Radawul Haqsa, Hafizahullah, Damat Barakatuh, who's a poet, a faqih and a mufassir, he says, you know the verse, Faskuruni askurukum, remember me, I'll remember you. So he said, what does this mean? Faskuruni bisalat askurukum bil. It's something to think about. Remember me with salat, 
I will remember you with barakat. Take my name five times a day wherever you are. At an airport, at a meeting, whether it's a function or you're normal at home. Bow down in front of me and watch how I make risk proud on your front. So we all make this firm determination. Obviously, salah is for the love of Allah. But the spin-off is that we get our risk as well. Another, another aspect, these two can be tied together, is the giving of our zakat. Respected listeners that are in the audience as well as those over the receivers. Zakat should be calculated by a person who understands the demographics of zakat. Somewhere in the Midlands. And I said, Muhammad, how's the zakat being? You're doing your work. Say, no, Mulana, I just take 200 and I throw it in a box every day. 200 and you just throw it in a box every day. That's how you're treating zakat. There's so many things wrong with that. Number one, you didn't calculate. Number two, you're throwing it. Number three, you could be overpaying zakat also. So many people give zakat on everything. Especially ladies, they say, zakat on my fridge, zakat on my freezer, zakat on my lounge. All those things are not goods for sale. Who told you to give zakat on all that? Work it out, you might save a few million. <laughs> but you just want to do it ad hoc, how I think, how I want. Come to the professional, sit down, have transparency, these are my assets, this is this is what liabilities is. They'll give you a figure. By Allah, the day we pay our zakat, you know, how to describe this thing in simple terms. You know when something is cleaned and you go for a valet, auto valet, it auto valets the whole wealth. And you come out with something that is so sterling and shining, and now the wealth is pure, it will have barakah. The next aspect that is also tied to our wealth is sadaqah. A person that gives charity Never will his wealth diminish By Allah I tell you Quran and Hadith works a different way And the mentality of humanity works a different way Outwardly if a person takes interest Let's just do a mathematical calculation I lent the person 10 rand I'm asking back 11 rand That's interest right And if bread costs 1 rand a loaf So how many loaves I'll get? Come let's go quick 11 loaves isn't it? And if I give sadaqah from my 10 rand, 1 rand, so when I walk into the supermarket, how many loaves am I going to get? 9 loaves. Our sharia says something else. It says, look, when you will take that 11 rand, there will be no blessing in it. And when you will give that 1 rand and left with 9 rand, there will be blessing in it. How Allah works blessing, what is His system? That is our Allah that shows us another way. So by all means, my friends, Within your capability, within your ability, let us take out something from that pocket and give it out. If a person doesn't have any wealth, there are many people who are seated in our majma, who are working, and they just hardly had enough to make it, you know. Can I show you how to give sadaqah? Look at your mom would love that sadaqah. Ulama would respect that sadaqah. Come to the masjid. Certain people in the haste of getting to salah, they don't put their shoes right. They straighten the shoes, that's sadaqah. You know, if somebody dropped a tissue in the wudu kana, just pick it, put it in a bin, this for a masjid, it's sadaqah. It's a hot day. Surely we can afford a bottle like this and we don't have the money to buy the actual Valkyrie or whatever this is now. Let me full water and put it in my freezer and carry four or five out on a hot day and give it to them. Wallah, that's sadaqah. So every person on his level can give sadaqah. One man might give it in it and another person might check for others as well. So let us give this sadaqah and watch how our wealth increases. Time is still on my side. Everyone will get to their sumptuous lunch on time. There's no risk on that. That will be barakah, inshallah. Right? Let's let me conclude here. What's very important, that Quran says, can the one that knows and doesn't know, Mali Suleiman was here not long ago, right? And he, our madrasa days, he who knows not, and he knows not, he knows not. And he who knows not, and he knows that he knows not, he knows a lot. Whilst you're digesting that, let me explain. <laughs> See brothers, See, brothers. respected listeners, I cry when I look at the situation, that a person will come, to an advisor of any capacity. I'm not saying only to the ulama, I'm talking holistically here. 
And he'll take three hours of your time. You're an architect, he'll ask you what to do, how, and you'll explain to him. You're an alim, you'll explain to him. You're an accountant, you'll explain to him. Medically, you'll explain to him. But if he walks out that door, grossly he does everything different to what you explain. You must remember that the arrangement from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to get guidance is like a train that stops. It's like an Uber that came. If you don't jump in it, you must in the boat. This element of mashura and istikhara has now come out of the ummah. I know, and he who knows knows not, and knows not that he knows not, he knows not, he knows zero. So let us now do things, you know, target orientated. If I'm going to make this move, will it help me to improve? Or am I going to get stuck in this group? What's the move? Luqman alayhi salam, his brilliance and intelligence was mastered. One is Allah blessed him, but he learned from others called free consultation. You just have to look what mistakes people made and don't do that. And look what people did right and get it right. So this element of mashura in my business life, should I be selling, staying in Joburg ice in winter? What's better? I'd rather open a coffee shop. So many people come with this, Molana, can I have a taweez? It's jadu. And I'm affected, my business not doing well. What are you selling? Ice in winter. The idea what I'm promoting here for Baraka to come about, one is all the things that we have mentioned, but to do the right thing at the right time as well. I want to conclude with a gift for the community that is here. And the gift is from the noble teachings of the Kitabs, that when a person wants risk, aside from what he should do and shouldn't do, and apply himself, there's certain recitations. And I really admire Mufti Saab, who takes out the time every day after Dhuhr, sometime after other Salah, and he gives those punchlines. Really, those things are like wonderful gems. I often say one is the Ishtima Bayan by Moli Suleiman. But the in-between that Dr. Saab says and Molana says, sometimes those are the real Bayans in the Ishtima. I'm going to leave you with something here that is considered the Friday gift. When a person wants Baraka in his risk, there are certain prophetic prescriptions that are so easy to master. That between the Sunnah of Fajr, we read our Sunnah of Fajr, these are generally the surahs recommended. Now we've got time unto Fajr. Our Fajr is quarter past five by way of example. There's 10 minutes left. Recite the following prayer 100 times, which really tried and tested takes five minutes to finish the hundred. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi al-azimi wa bihamdihi astaghfirullah. I take this opportunity to share it with you, to read with me. So at least we get a habit. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi. Subhanallah al-azimi wa bihamdihi. Astaghfirullah. Is that something cumbersome? Say, once you get the rhythm of it, five minutes for hundred, brothers, show me an investment that is more lucrative than this. I'm ready to invest. A person comes, my second gift, he comes to Nabi Ali Salatu Wasalam, giving him five complaints that we predominantly suffer with. He says, I've got some problem in my deen. I've got some problem with my health, wife, children, and wealth. If you look at all these, these are all the spheres and facets of our life. Salam was eloquent. With a master in his words, concise and precise, Allah's Rasul gives him a prescription. Say, recite this three times after Fajr. Everyone can read with me. Bismillahi ala deeni wa nafsi wa waladi wa ahli wa mali. Now look, the Sahaba were different from Ilyas Desai. Ilyas Desai hears something and says, Thank you, Molana. Thank you, doctor. Until we meet you next time, I'll ask you the same. Sahaba were a different cut. From a different cloth. They made amal on it. So he goes and practices. Hardly time elapses and he says, Oh Rasulullah the, the, the issues with my deen sorted out. The issues with my, with my health sorted out. The issues with regard to the wife sorted out. Regards to the children sorted out. And the issue with regard to what in connection with my topic here, my barakah, my wealth sorted out. Third gift and then we terminate for sunnah. Suratul Waqiyah, found after Suratul Rahman, is the magic recipe for risk. Wallah, it's found in the 27 Jews of the Quran. 
And after you read it for many days, it will take you about four minutes to finish it. Correct? Why? So let us go for it, inshallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they say on Friday, the ulama can back me up on this. Between 20 to 40 occasions when duas are accepted, I make dua for you, for myself and the ummah, and for our progenies. May their plans never manifest. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us barakah in our risk, so much and so much with afiyat. And he be pleased with us and we use the risk to serve his deen and enjoy his ni'mat. This is my gift and my dua for you. Whatever I've said and if it benefited you, it's because of those people sitting at the alma mater that took our time to advise the students. If I said something that was not befitting to your respect and to your honor, then I ask you to forgive me. I'm one of your locality people here. You can always call.